Episode 56 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast, breaking away from conventional thinking about starting your business. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials a podcast. The mission of this podcast is to help you turn your dream of having a small business into a reality and to provide you with enough tips and tools so that when you finally decide it's time to launch, you'll be more profitable quicker because you've built a solid foundation for the business. And maybe you're making a later in life pivot and you'd like to retire with purpose and live life doing something meaningful. Whatever situation you're in, you're here. I'm glad to have you. Welcome. I hope to provide enough value and helpful content for you so that you'll subscribe or click on that follow button and automatically get all the new episodes. So let's dive in. I've talked to a number of people throughout the years about starting an online business, and some of them were real close to stepping into some major startup landmines. And today, I'd like to help you avoid some major pitfalls in your potential business startup. So let's just assume that you've made the decision to go ahead and have your own business. You're experienced, you're educated, you're certified, uh, you have training, and you are an expert, okay? You have a certain expertise and you may have gotten it through experience or, or training, but uh, through time, you've become an expert. Now, expert doesn't mean you know everything ab about this topic that you want to have a business around, but you're in that category of being able to teach and train others to do something very well. There's some specific things you understand that are of value to someone else. Now, I'm sure that you want to be someone that's in demand, you know, someone that's coveted, so to speak, right? Someone that doesn't follow that conventional thinking, but can elevate yourself above the masses to show that you've got something special. You're not like most people for one reason or another. You're able to prove to others that you're able to stand out from the crowd. You want to be in demand. And you will be in demand if you don't follow the crowd, if you don't go along with the masses and step out to prove yourself. Now, let's talk about the difference between being conventional and coveted, because being someone that's coveted is where we all want to be, right? Now, you, you, you might be following some advice about starting your business that falls under the category of conventional thinking. And because you ask somebody for their advice or their opinion, you just might think that whatever they say is, is the advice you should take. And, and I get that. We ask people that we trust for advice and pay attention to what they're saying. But conventional wisdom is you know, boring. It's standard. It's run-of-the-mill and, and it's old-fashioned. It's also laden with mistakes that you could make along the way that could sabotage your success. Here's what typically happens when conventional wisdom takes over and you're starting your own business. You begin to focus on getting a website up, maybe getting business cards done, uh, a logo, a tagline. Maybe you even want office space, maybe some new clothes, you know, like some impressive suits, you know, if you're going to be around potential clients. And who knows, the, the list could go on and on and you spend a lot of time and energy 
getting those things done. Now, you may not need to do any of those things to run a successful business. If you feel like you have to have them, there's ways of getting these things done at a very minimal cost. There are things about getting your business up and running that are more important than your website, your business cards, your logo, whatever. So let's transition away from the conventional thinking and into the coveted thinking that will position you to be the kind of expert that you know you are. So let's start here at the top. You know, like how much do I give away? Right? That's a question that's commonly asked. You see, some people, and I've seen this and heard someone tell me recently, that they get trapped into the realm of talking and talking and meeting after meeting where they just keep answering questions and helping people for free, and they can't seem to make that transition into having paid clients. There's a, a lot of ways that we can give away our expertise. We, we give it away with free consultations, free lunches, or free coffee, free proposals, and it just doesn't seem to stop. If you want to have a knowledge-based business, it, it's easy to just show up and talk, right? And we give immense amount of value away. So the question really should be more like, what value should I offer at the beginning stage? And the value is defined by getting people unstuck. Someone comes to you with a problem and you're the one with a solution. But where someone could get in trouble with this is that they ask us and we just start talking. So instead of just offering free solutions to their problem with a free consultation, it, and I'm okay with free consultations, by the way. We need to, but we need to be able to set the stage for the next consultation, which is not free, where they get into the specifics of their situation and their problem and how you can come up with a specific solution to that problem. The initial free consultation deals with the generalities of getting them unstuck. The next step deals with the specifics, and that's not going to come free. So the number two thing that you should focus on would be, you know, what exactly should I sell? And you see, it can be easy to want to offer a lot of different products or services to supposedly increase our chances for getting clients and raising our income. But trying to offer too many solutions will actually hurt your success as a business. Too many options means that you're not that expert at that one thing after all. Now, there's many aspects to the startup process, and that's what I'm all about, the small business personal brand startup process. But nowhere in anything that I use for promotional information will you see me talking about finances. That's between you and your accountant. Nowhere will you see anything related to the legal aspect of your startup. That's between you and your attorney. You see, there's enough to talk about and deal with with the startup process that, that I can leave those areas to those other experts. I'm not trying to be the one-stop shop for you or anybody else, like, like I'm some sort of a guru. In fact, it's just the opposite. I tell people and even put it in my website that I'm not that all-knowing guru. I don't offer business expertise to run your business or to sell your business or how to turn it into a franchise. Those areas of, of business are for those other experts in those fields. So this is really all about the niche of who you are and how to define 
yourself so that you'll be able to increase sales. People that have specific need that you can solve will be your clients and you'll have better clients. You'll have better prospects. You won't have to filter them out as much because your niche will do all the filtering for you. So whatever your product is, keep it narrow. Whatever your service is, keep it narrow. Niche down. And if you need to niche down even further, then that's okay too. Well, let me tell you what I mean. At some point, I had to decide what kind of business I wanted to have. I've been around a while. I've learned a lot of things, accomplished quite a bit, but I needed to define myself somehow. And this may be your situation as well. You might be wondering how to define yourself. And it might be a little strange or awkward to do at first. You believe that you can do a lot of things. And I'm sure you can. But the issue here isn't about you and your image. The issue is always about them, the potential customer, the potential client with a need. You're defining yourself not for your benefit, but for theirs. They have a specific need and a specific problem, and they need to know who, who can solve that problem. And they're looking around and searching and thinking, who is the best person that can solve my problem? Who will be their expert, so to speak? So instead of trying to be that overall guru sort of person that can sell a lot of things or provide a wide variety of services because you know so much, let me sum it up like this. Think of it this way. What's your favorite restaurant? Now, what's your favorite dish at that restaurant? Or, you know, maybe you have two or three favorites, right? Okay, so let me take a guess and say that you'd probably be okay with them eliminating 80 to 90% of all they have on their menu. And you'd be okay with that as long as they keep those few dishes that you love. I've found that the best pizza places just offer pizza, not pizza and pasta dishes and a host of other things that takes their focus off the pizza, right? So getting back to what product or service to offer, focus on what problem your target audience will have and how you're going to solve that problem. Now, if the solution is done in stages, then just show them the outline to give them the confidence in your overall solution. Step three that you should be focusing on is how do I get clients? And the conventional way of thinking was and still is that you should sort of pound the pavement, so to speak, right? And you start doing all the things that I mentioned before that deal with, you know, giving away free stuff, free lunches, phone calls, consultations, and, and there's all a place for that. But what's more important for the life and success of your business is that you've got a system in place. The conventional way of thinking was to go to networking events, right? Okay, I get it. It's a way to meet people and to try to get exposure and talk business. But friends, I've been there and done that so many times for so many years. And after all was said and done, I just broke even because there's expenses to networking events, right? and a significant time commitment to those events. So if you follow the conventional wisdom and you you go to networking events and and say, what? Your your pitch over and over again to the same people 
maybe one or two guests at the most. And trust me, you know, that guest is going to feel like shark bait when they're there and glad when it's over, right? Now, when I mentioned earlier that there's a system in place, I'm referring to what's called a marketing funnel. A system in place that moves people through the process of being a casual observer to a paying customer. That's what we want, right? You see, in marketing, there's a customer experience process called the know, like, trust, try, buy process. And I've mentioned this before in in other episodes a, a little bit here and there, but through this process, you can guide people through getting to know you, getting to like you, trying your product or your service and and having the confidence to buy your product or service. And part of the system will will also screen out the people that you don't want to be a good fit for them as a client or you as the expert. So instead of spending the time and money to go to networking events, to speak to the same 12 people, what about starting a podcast and speak to thousands around the world? What about being a podcast guest and speak to someone else's audience and speak to their thousands of listeners all around the world? To then, when someone says they're interested in you or your service, to also have a customer experience path that leads them through that know, like, trust, try, buy process. What about a way to grow your email list and to help those people that have already shown an interest in you to get to know you better? and to use that mailing list to develop raving fans and build a tribe of followers? What about using social media to spread the word about yourself and to help the casual observer to move closer to the day when they become a client? So again, to be that coveted person, that coveted expert, you need to position yourself from the start to be that well-known expert in your field, to be that likable person where people are coming to you and contacting you to be the solution to their problem. I mean, does that sound good? Does that sound like it's doable? Well, I'm sure that it is because that's what I'm doing. And if that's the kind of person that you want to be, that expert, and you need some help with that transition, well, let me know. I'd be, I'd be glad to help you. You can go to tomclaremont.com, fill out the contact form on that page, or you can book a free 30-minute discovery call where we can get to know each other a little bit better and discuss your problem and the possible solution and what that looks like. Well, friends, that about wraps it up for today's episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And feel free to send in a question or comment about the podcast as well because I really want to deliver the best content I can for you and answer any questions you might have. So once again, I always like to end by saying, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.